the hell are you supposed to be? I'm vengeance. This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! The thing rings uh, even after I pick it up, like it just keeps going until it gets to the end of the ring. It's like, no, you're going to listen to this whole fucking song. Yeah, man, I don't know. <sighs> Couldn't call it. How are you? How was your walk? Uh, well, we went to, uh, Georgetown today and walked around. That was nice. Yeah, it was nice being out by the water and just being around. Uh, there was a lot of people out, but they were all social distancing and wearing masks. So it was all good. Right on. How's your day going? Uh, good, good. Weekend's been kind of bummy, you know, what with, uh, Chadwick Boseman passing away. Uh, man. I could not. I I I still can't believe it. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty shocking to say the least. Yeah, when I saw it, I thought it was a joke. I was like, this is one of those things where people post these things and say like a rumor, yeah. and it turns out not to be. But I, he hid that really, really well. Yeah, amazing uh, that he was able to do what he did under those conditions. Oh God, yeah. It makes them not. I mean, they were already impressive to begin with, but if you're gonna go out, man, those last few years, the impact that that guy had, yeah. holy shit. Uh, oh man. What so yeah, that was. Like, what do they say in Gladiator? Brothers, what we do in life echoes in eternity. Or whatever. <laughs> I hope they say it like that in Gladiator. You will echo through eternity, or whatever. <laughs> um. So that that was a pretty crappy way to start the weekend. Um, but yeah. Y- uh, yesterday I got my first raid in Destiny done. was cool took a while I think four four and a half hours total oh damn for us to uh, to beat this raid but we had a lot of fun doing it and uh, yeah it was a good time it was a real good time yeah thanks for inviting me well you wouldn't have been able to do this I don't even think you have destiny downloaded First of all, let's just let's say that I did have Destiny. I don't have it downloaded, but let's say that I did. Mm-hmm. Why would I not be able to do it? Are you saying that my skills in Destiny are not up to par? They would not be able to to do whatever you did. No, basically, you just don't have uh, good enough weapons, armor, and mods. Um, so you would be going in there pretty. Uh, under, not underpowered because you'd probably be powered because of how 
they're doing the power now, your your power level would be fine just based off the game. But like, like we all basically, there's a sword that came out this season, and it has this super powerful attack that you can spam, and that's how we cleared one section of this fight. That that if you were doing it when the raid came out wasn't an option to do and really was hard to complete based on the mechanics of the raid but because of how overpowered we are in comparison to this raid coupled with that sword um it makes it makes it incredibly uh, easy to do, but if you don't have that, then it would it would make it that much harder. I don't want to so do it anyway. Yeah, but four and a half hours is a long time. Yeah, and it's definitely not based on your skill. And honestly, Cloud got mad at me because I didn't invite him. But uh, oh, I was kidding. He really got mad. Yeah, well, he. I mean, you know, he was just like, "Thanks for inviting me." But honestly, I quit. I had my own clan on Destiny, and they basically quit playing Destiny. And so, this season, um, every year they do this thing called a moment, Moments of Triumph. And one of the things they do in Destiny is you can get a title unlocked. So, under your name, it'll have like a title. Currently, right now, my title is Savior based on, uh, based on two seasons ago, uh, the work I did in that, in that season. Um, when you were a Saber. Yeah, so basically there's savior. a, char there's a character named Saint-14. Ah, my friend. What stories do you have to share? Who is considered to be one of the greatest guardians that ever lived. And he died. And in the before the season 10, I think it was, before season 10, you can actually do some stuff and find his grave um in season 10 you actually save him from that fate and oh because of time travel stuff yeah because of time travel yeah um, so i do you you so when you save him is he like he's working by your side or what what's going on so so basically there is uh, this a, is what everybody wants to hear about but i'm yeah, genuinely right, curious right, right. Uh, basically, the 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 robotic race, the Vex, used Mercury to create this giant computer that does simulations, so they can simulate um, all kinds of different outcomes. He got trapped in that simulation and killed inside that simulation. Um, because of the nature of the device you uh one of your character one of the characters in the game uh who you rescued previously from the same uh area the infinite forest the infinite forest is not as infinite as they say it has its limits um he creates a a, a device that essentially could travel through time and you go through and rescue the Saint-14 um, uh, out of the Infinite Forest. And so now he's 
if you go to the tower, you can go over to the hangar, and he's posted up in the hangar, and he's like a vendor for, for one of the crucible things now. Um, but so those, and that's a seasonal title. So the game has multiple titles. There are some that are just based off content in the game, um, but then they started doing seasonal. Uh, seasonal titles this title I'm going for is an annual title so there's there's only been two MMXIX which was 19 for 20 2019 and then MMXX which is for 2020 so uh, one one of the things you have to do because of destiny is vaulting a whole bunch of stuff you have to basically beat all of the things they're vaulting, all of the raids they're vaulting. And I've never beat it, beat any of the raids in Destiny 2. I only beat two of the raids in Destiny 1. Um, so this is only my third raid ever uh, completing. Um, and so it was a lot of fun. I got four more to go and a couple other things to do and I can get that title done. But the nice thing is like, I would have only had until September 10th, I think, was when the new stuff was supposed to come out. And I wouldn't have, there's no way I would have done it. But when they delayed the DLC, the new seasonal stuff, till November, it gave, it added so much time that I was just like, fuck, I think I could actually like sit down and kind of try to focus and do this. And so... Uh, my friend Matt, who I worked with, his clans, he's, he's in a pretty big clan. And so I joined their clan, um, I guess like two weeks ago. And so I've just been, uh, gaming with a whole bunch of new guys. And yesterday, like I said, we got, I, we, we banged out the raid. And so, uh, we had five of six people and my friend Matt, got on and so I was like yo Matt come join us for this raid and so Cloud wouldn't I mean it'd have been hard to be like hey I'm the new guy can my friend who's not a member of our clan join so but it was a lot of fun and abandoning all of your old Xbox Live friends for new ones no they abandoned me did they yeah they quit playing Destiny and then they started playing other things I mean, we still party up, but when it's destiny time, I, I you know, I have got to be with new people. I don't know what to tell you. I'm focused, man. I'm focused, man. Tell Stout to holler at me, man. Uh. Young Hova, you hurt? All right, I'm just. I'm All right. Speaking of focus, let's just get into it. We're gonna start. We're gonna go over to DC fandom, but let's start with the Batman trailer. What did you think? Uh. I mean, I'm I'm interested. That's it. I'm interested. Yeah. You have nothing I mean, else to say. I mean, look. I, what did you think of Robert Pattinson's look as Batman? What did you think good. of his look? I thought as I thought he looked good. Everything Bruce about it Wayne. looks good. It looks like it, it, everything mm. about it looks like it's going to be pretty damn good. Uh, what I don't do you know. Think I was I was thinking I was thinking the same thing though that uh, <laughs> that a lot of other people thought it was like that one part where the guy's like. Who the hell are you? And then he just beats the shit out of the guy. And people were commenting about it like, man, Batman for real just beat the shit out of this guy for asking a question. <laughs> hey, um, I'll be honest with you. The first time I viewed it, 
I definitely like how Robert Pattinson looks as Batman. At no point did I look at him and go, oh, that's Robert Pattinson. Unlike every time I looked at Ben Affleck, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Ben Affleck. Oh, that's Ben Affleck. Like, yeah. I never not thought that was Ben Affleck as Batman. Um, I had two concerns with the Batman, with the Bruce Wayne shots. The first one, when the car bursts in, he looks so tired in that shot. But then coupled with the last shot of him where he takes the cowl off, all I could think when I first watched the trailer was, please don't sparkle, please don't sparkle, please don't sparkle. That's all I could think. Um, And those were my only disappointments on the initial watch of the trailer. Disappointed that he did not sparkle. No, disappointed that I don't. The look, I don't like, I didn't like the look of him as Bruce Wayne. The tired could be taken out of context, especially since this is sort of a year two Batman. Um, it may be that he is, that's just a point where we'll understand that, like, he is exhausted doing what he's doing night after night and not seeing necessarily the results he wants to see. Um, I will say I've watched it multiple, multiple times since they released it and it and and those feelings have definitely gone away i don't feel as apprehensive about um them uh him as bruce wayne um because i you know the 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 one shot is definitely out of context you don't really know the other one he's clearly taking the bat off he's he's got the the look of a you know the person who has the paint on or whatever to mask his eyes in the mask or whatever. Um, uh, so I want to know, did you solve the riddle that they showed or have you seen the solve for the riddle? Uh, no, I, I, I've heard that it's been solved, but I yeah, did not. It's a pretty, it was a pretty easy riddle to be honest with you. Well, I didn't uh, try. Don't, it's not a, you don't want to know. I'm not, no, tell, you can tell me. I'm just oh, saying. So, like, well, then, I, was, I thought that that was like, it was pretty easy. As if like I had tried it and failed, but you no, made no, it. No, no, I Well, no, because if you didn't, like, if you don't pause to look at what the riddle is, you wouldn't think to even try to solve it. But the riddle is what does, what does uh, a liar do when dead, I think? And the answer is still lies or lies still. Um, but oh, hold on. What this do? Uh, you said eight ish. It's six. I'm recording. <laughs> holla at you after. Lol. All right, let me silence my phone because I did not expect that. Um, uh, what was I saying now that I was distracted? Uh, you were saying uh, oh, the, the, the riddle. The riddle, yeah. So what the answer to the riddle was? Yeah. Is that... What does the what does a liar do when he's dead? Lies still. Lies still. All right, that's not the important thing. The important thing is if you looked at the card that was sent. You probably didn't, I'm guessing, because you're not, you, you're a father, you could care less about breaking down 
every tiny frame of the new Batman trailer. But as a even if a I 40, wasn't a father, I was a, never that guy. Like I never true. understood. Like I remember when the Dark Knight came out, or before it came out, and all the. Uh, marketing stuff online that everybody was getting into like i never got into any of that like i read what everybody else did because it was part of the thread like Mm -hmm. charlie and brandon talking about it and stuff but i think i wasn't really like whatever if it wasn't for charlie and brandon i wouldn't have had free tickets to the world premiere of that movie the world premiere yeah, well, you know, they did that special premiere. I don't, you know, I don't know if it was the world premiere. It was my world premiere, goddammit. <laughs> that implies, like, the first show, like, you're sitting next to Christian Look, Bale, and you're like, hey, man, Christian. No, I was... Great job was, in this movie. He was sitting next to his wife in the fucking director. I was adjacent to Morgan Freeman. <laughs> so anyways, Morgan, me, me, I do a podcast with my friend. He does a killer impression of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think I do anyway. Uh, so, all right, so you don't care, but here's an interesting thing. No, no, it's not that I don't care. I don't care to do it. I might find it interesting. I just, right. I, I, I myself am not going to. So two pieces of, 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 of information are what nerds have keyed in on, okay? First is the Batman outfit, and this was picked up on in the, uh, uh in the initial shots of the stunt Batman riding the motorcycle. Okay. Which I, I tried not to judge those cause I thought it looked kind of weird, but I hate it when that, when people do that kind of shit. Cause I'm like, come on that. It's like pictures that aren't supposed to be taken and they, they look completely out of context from what's actually going to be on screen. And I was right. Like it looks good on in the trailer, but those pictures didn't really look all that great. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about they notice this aspect of the bat suit from those photos. You can oh no, I, I'm no. What I'm saying though, I, like I'm I'm not commenting oh. on what you're commenting on. I'm just exactly. saying that at the time when those came out, people were all pissy about it. Um. Yeah, I didn't care about that. Uh. So the and you can see it in the trailer, but those arm gauntlets that he has, um, that look like they're like almost like arrows that like if you if you put his arm out and folded his wrist down they would shoot out or something like that coupled with in the trailer the card that has the riddle on it has an owl on it so people are wondering if the court of owls is going to make an appearance in in this movie and based on the description as well that Matt Reeves is Reeves or whatever has said that this is a year two Batman. He's kind of looking at w- what he's doing. How is it affecting Gotham? Is he seeing the changes he wants to see? And he's also uh, looking at sort of the history of Gotham and where the Wayne family's place is inside of that history of Gotham. And so that has led some people to think that the court of owls may ultimately be at play in the bat in this new Batman movie. Man, that's a lot of villains. Uh, 
for this movie because I know like, they've announced quite a few already. Well, we know, you know, Riddler. We know Penguin. We know Catwoman. Catwoman. And they showed all three in the movie, presumably. Um, we're assuming that that one is uh, the Riddler at the beginning, though. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if, if there were some pre-photos that specifically people are like, oh, yeah, that's definitely what's-his-name who's playing the Riddler because we've seen something. But I know that they that people are saying that the, the dude doing the taping at the beginning is the Riddler. Um, so, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm more excited than I was certainly after the trailer initially dropped. Um, something I'm less excited for after the trailer dropped, the Justice League Snyder edition. You're not excited for it? Well, I was interested, uh, only because there are parts of, uh, I mean, there are parts of Justice League I like, and, um, though I feel like they're unearned, I was... Uh, interested in seeing what Snyder was going to do, especially given the circumstances of, like I said before, of, of what happened with his departure. But man, I don't know why they would lead with that shirtless shot of dark side to begin this Zack Snyder trailer, especially when we have a Thanos out there who looks so good and you yeah. give us this janky shirtless dark side i showed the trailer to my homeboy i work with and he's like yo dark side is my favorite character he goes when that show that appeared he was like yo i was like dark side put a shirt on <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i wasn't surprised though because i mean you remember i, I stefan what what's fuck is fuck his name stefan wolf uh he looked really bad uh in the in the in the movie, so I was I really wasn't surprised by how Dark Side looked. I was like, yeah, okay, this kind of goes. But what's funny is, so like we we were just watching Endgame the other night, mm-hmm. uh, and I was even thinking that like the scenes with Thanos, it's like Jesus Christ, and I thought of your mom because I was like, I could I could kind of see why you might think for a second, is that a real person? Because yeah. <laughs> it looks that good. Yeah. He just looks terrible. I never had a problem with how Stephanie Wolf looked in Justice League, um, but I, but I don't I don't have any I don't have any knowledge base of that character. That could have been a completely made up character for the movies, and I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have batted an eye at it because I just don't have any familiarity with that. Honestly, the only dark side. Minions I'm even familiar with are the Furies. Uh, I'm somewhat aware of them, but even then, it's not so like his look wasn't wasn't bad. It's the the effects themselves that I thought were bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I got what you're saying. I got you know, like saying. you know, yeah, the way yeah, that he yeah, was like dressed sure. and shit. Whatever, he's an alien. He can you know, <laughs> he can dress how he wants. He do do whatever he wants. But the the effects themselves, I was like, it's just it's so crazy to me the amount of money that gets spent on these movies and I'm like this is what you put out like the even the wor- the I don't want to say the worst that makes it sound like they're bad and I don't think any of them are necessarily bad movies but the least 
expensive Marvel movie looks better than that. Like yeah. it, it's it's just you know, Hulk. I think we can say Hulk is the worst one when you think about how the first Hulk and first Abomination look, and compare them to Dark I mean, Side and Stephanie Wolf. Yeah, and I bet uh, I bet they're yeah I bet the budget for that movie was a hell of a lot smaller than it was for yeah. Justice League. But I still think that looks pretty good. They definitely got better, you know. Mm-hmm. But I I still like that movie and. I still think it looks fun. No, but I'm saying I I, I would say probably the of 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 all the Marvel movies, that's probably the one I would say has the the closest correlation. It just looks it's it's super jarring. Yeah. Uh, I tried to watch and I did, I never finished it. Maybe a month or two ago, I tried to watch the Child's Play remake. Oh, interesting. Because uh, it's on Amazon. Well, first of all, I don't like. I wasn't I wasn't super into it when it started because I don't like the change that they made, and I'm normally not the kind of guy that's like, oh, why'd they change it? It's not that that bothers me. I just don't think it's very interesting. Basically, if you remember in the first Child's Play, uh, <laughs> Chucky uses voodoo to go into a doll because he's about to die in a shootout with the police. Yeah. Silly, whatever, but fun, but whatever, it worked. Uh, you've got like a personality. There's a person in that doll. Yeah. Okay. That's not what happens in this one. In this one, he's like, you know, an electronic doll that like he connects to all the devices and the Wi-Fi and stuff around. Uh, and in some AI. Yeah, that basically there's a guy that uh, is getting fired from his job. He's like some. It's not. It's it's like they work in a sweatshop in Asia somewhere. And this guy is going to get fired from his job because he just isn't very good at it. So he like he manipulates the uh, the microchip or whatever that goes into Chucky into this one and oh, sends man. it through, and that's it. Like I, I was like, that's kind of so. Just so we're clear, you're suggesting that Skynet Year One is really what is really Chucky should, is, is what this uh, movie should be called. Which is like I kind of went on a, a I, I went like a like, little side quest here to complain about that because I just always <laughs> felt that way. Uh, and I was like, and that's not why I stopped watching it. Uh, you know, I'll get on board with that because you never know. Plus, Mark Hamill was doing the voice. So I was like, this might be interesting. Let's see where they go with this. The reason I stopped watching it is it's they CGI'd so much of Chucky mm. in that it's so jarring to watch him walk with like this kid and you know, he's not there. Like it's, you know, you watch the, there are parts, uh, uh, big parts, I think of the original child's play that still works. Like it's a, it's a good movie still Uh, parts of it still scary and funny. And that's because like they had like the fucking doll there. They had like somebody dressed like it. It, it, it just, when you have, Something. If you don't put the money into the effects like that, it kind of takes me out of the movie, uh, which is why that kind of thing can work in, say, the Avengers, where there's a ca- major character in Thanos who is not there at all, uh, but you don't even think about that. But watching Justice League, I remember the whole time I was like, "What is? Wh- why did they spend any money on this? Yeah. Can they get it back? Right, can they get it back? <laughs> um." Yeah, it just doesn't look good. And none of the stuff they showed that was different, like, you know, cool, whatever, Superman in the black suit, but you gave us that in Man of Steel, so, like, what are you really giving us? 
Yeah, him, I I'm him actually in the suit just because now it's not the dream world that he was in in it. Like I'm thinking maybe he still is in the dream world thing. Probably, uh, who knows? But I, because I did, I saw like a little bit of the trailer. I don't think I finished watching it. Uh, but I I stand by my original thought about this the Snyder cut, and it's I I think that it's it's seriously not going to be that that different from mm-hmm. the theatrical cut that we got. Uh, and at least in terms of the content, you know, there might be like different versions of scenes we've already seen, but like, uh, maybe the cinematography is different. Maybe he uses different takes. Yeah. That might make a little bit of a difference, but I don't really think that it will. Well, he's saying he's not using any of the JJ stuff. Wait, the what stuff? So he's not using any, not JJ. He's not using any of the, um, Josh Whedon stuff. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about like a character. I was like, is there yeah, a character? Yeah, no. JJ I, mean, I meant Josh Whedon, but J.J. Abrams came into my mind. So <laughs> they, so they, threw, not... they threw in like a comic relief character. It's like, hey, <laughs> Justice League, it's me, J.J. Ah! <laughs> they, they, they brought back the dude from the Christopher Reeves uh, movie. Bad Jim Excuse me. That's a bad What is his superpower exactly? (laughs) We're kind of... I feel like it's to be a lot more exclusive to be in the Justice League. Uh, So far, he's just talked about our outfits. I really don't think... (laughs) Oh, man. He's like one of the pimps from Dave Chappelle's Haters Ball. Man, you ought to take that cane and beat whoever made that suit to death. But he hates everybody. But Superman's outfit, he really likes. But everything like, else, he I, likes. <laughs> word Green Arrow, that's what you gonna wear? So what can I say about that suit? That hasn't already been said about Afghanistan. It looks bombed out and depleted. He's the one that beats Steppenwolf. Like <laughs> he just checks the shit out of his outfit. Like you look like a cheap version of an Xbox villain. <laughs> You look like you look like a tin can with the label torn off. <laughs> <laughs> now look, if this you know if this were the Zack Snyder version, I'd watch this oh, fucking movie. Man. I would in a heartbeat. Like we're putting JJ back in. Like what? <laughs> we're putting JJ back in. <laughs> <laughs> the JJ edition. <laughs> oh man, so dumb. Oh man, yeah. So, I I had been excited. I mean, I don't know if excited is the right word. Interested at the very least, and all of that interest has been just smushed out <laughs> for Justice League. Uh, um, what do you think of uh, Suicide Squad? Uh, Suicide yeah, well, Squad. I, I guess there's two of them: the the movie, the Suicide Squad, and the Suicide Squad game. Um. The I, I figured we'd do the game separate. Um, but the uh I don't you know the movie I don't I I liked I was about to say I liked the part in the game, but then I was <laughs> that's the part that came to my mind was the part in the game. Um I mean it's James Gunn. I'm sure it'll be fine. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. Some of the suits are a little bit too comic booky. Like definitely, Cena looks like a 
uh, like he should be a He-Man side character. Yeah, that actually makes me sort of. It'd be one thing if like one or two characters look like that, but since so many of the costumes look that way, I'm like, what's going on with this? Like, there's yeah. some there's a reason behind this because I trust James Gunn enough to be like, okay, like he's doing something weird here with these costumes. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a, a decent reason for that. Uh, I also like the characters that he's chosen to use because I think some of them at least will die and it'll be shocking or unexpected because they're not characters that a mainstream audience will know. I don't really know most of them. Uh, so it's nice to, you know, cause you know, you can watch that first movie. Like, look, I'm pretty sure Harley Quinn and Deadshot going to make it to the end. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But Pete Davidson may not make it to the end of this movie. And I'm, yeah. I'm, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know any of the characters they're using that aren't like Boomerang or Harley Quinn. Yeah, um, King Shark. Oh, I mean, King Shark's the only one I know. Um, I, I mean, Polka Dot Man, like the imagery, I can, I can see, but I don't. I couldn't tell you anything about them. I really don't know anything about Rooker or Cena or um, Pete Davidson's character. Um, and is Nathan Fillion really the guy who plays a character who can take his arms off and beat people with them? I, I didn't know that actually. Maybe. I think like arms fall off guy or some shit is who. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm interested, uh, not only because James Gunn, but like those characters, you know, that's, that's interesting because you really don't know what you're going to get. It kind of reminds me of yeah. the first guardians of the galaxy. Actually, we were like, I don't know anything about guardians of the galaxy. Who the fuck is star Lord? You know, I, all right, let's see what this is about. Uh, I like, I like having that, you know, cause actually going back to the Batman trailer, there is something about not knowing these characters when not knowing certain characters because you know, some of them so well, like it is hard to separate Robert Pattinson and Batman because we know Batman and we know Robert Pattinson so well over the years. It's like uh, separating the, you know, a well-known actor from a well-known character. That can be kind of hard sometimes, yeah. you know, cause you go, you know, like with Ben Affleck where you're like, eh, that's not Batman. That's Ben Affleck <laughs> dressed like Batman, I guess. Right. Oh, look, Ben Affleck's dressed like Batman again. How cute. What is it? Halloween? Oh no. He's shooting a movie. God damn it. Again. Um, yeah, again. Uh, so other than that, like I, it didn't, I, I like the fact that there are a bunch of crazy characters in this, um, because if you're going to have a movie called suicide squad, like it definitely needs to have like a more robust cast so that like, cause it definitely felt like in the first suicide squad, they had just enough people in it that you're like, all right, yeah, these dudes are definitely the ones who are going to die. But this feels yeah. like there's a bunch of people in it and you're like, well, I know like these two are definitely going to live, but like you other motherfuckers, I don't know about. I like honestly the only one I can think of, well, unless I they really want Harley Quinn, I know is safe. Like and Boomerang, Boomerang, I feel like I, feel I think like they, they, they could kill Captain Boomerang and it'd be like, okay. What if they I, killed him right? Like they drew Drew Barrymore to him and screamed. See, I was thinking that, but I think if they did that with somebody, they'd do it with uh, Idris Elba's character, you just think? to be just because you would not expect that. I'd be like, what the fuck, Idris Elba's dead already? <clears throat> right. 
But I hope they don't do that because I feel like a lot of people would immediately be pissed because they're like they might be going to see this because Idris Elba's in it. <laughs> right? Like, you motherfuckers. Um. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I like the look of the weasel when they showed the weasel licking the wall. I was just like, oh, cool. Like I did. I thought he looked good in comparison to a dark side. Dark and side. How, and how terrible he looked. I was like, yo, the weasel looks. And that really terrible good. frat boy tattoo he has on his chest. Yeah, yeah. Frat boys do have those kind of brands. Oh my god! Yeah, have you ever seen like tattoos like that? Uh, like those brands. Yeah, every time I see them, I'm like, they look so gross to me. I'm like, what is that? Like, it looks like a bad burn. Which oh. I guess it is. But <laughs> oh, cool. Are you with the Delta Omegas? Just Omega. <laughs> or, or however Dark Side speaks. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Dark Side. That was my Dark Side. <laughs> oh man um uh moving on to we'll go to the games after moving on to wonder woman what did you think of the wonder woman trailer uh i thought it looks i thought it looked really good um i think that the that 80s look is kind of getting saturated yeah, I'm like, I'm like, okay, like, there's been a lot of like stuff based in the '80s in the last few years. I'm like, uh, but I do like Wonder Woman, so I'm like, this is all right. I'll give you, I'll give it to you. We'll see what this where this goes. Uh, I don't know. It looks, it looks good. I honestly, there was nothing in it that really stood out to me. Uh, Cheetah didn't. It, Cheetah looked okay. I thought Cheetah looked cool. I am. It's kind of weird to me that that is one of those situations where it's hard for me to separate the actor because i'm like it's so strange seeing so, uh, kirsten rig, from yeah. wig where i'm like you're doing this like i mean okay i mean i'm not gonna say that she can't maybe she does a great job but it's just like it's gonna be difficult for a minute for me to like look at her and be like all right the bad guy yeah. um but I, but uh, that didn't really bother me uh too no, much i like the look of cheetah i think i think when you have two things to compare Cheetah to that being Dark Side and Justice League and the Cats movie, I think Cheetah is a hundred percent okay. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I think, and plus, you know, there's still a little bit of time for any like post production stuff. If they yeah. were gonna, it, might, it might look even better by the time it comes out. I don't think that'll happen with like the Snyder Cut, though. <laughs> yeah, um, I, yeah, no, I don't think there's anything saving the Snyder Cut. Um, I uh, I I'm okay with the '80s theme. Um, I I was I didn't understand exactly how they were gonna bring Chris Pine's character back. I feel like I have a little bit better understanding of how that's happened. Happened. It seems like it's definitely gonna be a magical kind of thing, which I'm definitely okay with because like I feel like she's one of those characters that can definitely straddle the magical and fantastical while also having the realistic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, 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 they use a lot of, they, they used a decent amount of like magic type stuff in the first movie. So where it's yeah. like, okay, we can see where, 
you know, they can really do anything they want. Uh, yeah. I'm interested to see like how he comes back, but I don't think they can do it in a way where I'm going to be like, oh, what bullshit. Like I, you know, because of the u- sort of characters and universe that this movie is taking place in. Yeah. Um, um, yeah all right. The only, I don't have a problem with the 80s thing. The only thing in retrospect, I think that I would have done if it would have been me is moved it back a decade and set it in the seventies to better correlate it with the wonder woman TV series as sort of an homage to the wonder woman TV series. Uh, And that's just something I've thought of just sitting here talking to you right now. I think that, I, that's what I would have done. I think that would have been a cool idea. But I'm looking forward. I like the first Wonder Woman. I like I Gail. Too. I like Gail Gadot. I've liked her since um, Fast and the Furious when she uh, joined that franchise. Um, so I'm excited for the Wonder Woman movie. Not, oh, I mean, I'm down for it. Um, not excited enough to see it in theaters, mind you. Uh, but no. I will be purchasing it once it is available on demand. So I've uh, seen some uh, ads online for the new Mutants movie because it's out uh, yeah. in theaters now. And it's so funny to me that like the ads are like, being like, go see the new Mutants out in theaters now. But like the the actors that are doing it are very clearly social distancing. Like they're sitting in their homes and shit like they're not going to the theaters. Like, and right. you know why? Because <laughs> you fucking shouldn't try to tell me to go see your movie that, you know, isn't that good. Yeah. And will probably get people killed if they go. How did you get COVID? You I went to the movies. That? What movie did you see? Like, if you saw a movie, how pissed would you be if you got COVID after going to the movies and it was for the New Mutants? Dude, livid. Like, at least Dude, if it was something like The Dark Knight, you'd be like, that was fucking amazing. It was. It might have been worth it. I don't know, guys. I guess we'll find out. New Mutants, you would immediately know, oh, God, why did I do this? I, I, you know, here's here correction. I would probably be very just like, why did I go see that movie? I should have never done that. Um, however, had I went and saw The Last Jedi, caught COVID and died, the rage I would have felt would have been like one of those things that tears the fabric of space time. And like, I would become this like, this like ghost that haunts wherever I died from COVID. And like, you just get like these weird hauntings, like the last Jedi's terrible. And then rattle my chains in fucking eternal damnation. I just imagine like Ryan Johnson waking up in the middle of the night, like in that scene when Luke is over, <laughs> over Kylo and he's like about to hit your like ghostly version is standing over him with a lightsaber and he's like ah and then you disappear oh, god damn it that is exactly what I would do and I would be so enraged that I was about to kill him and he woke up and saw me and it dissipated my fucking my ectoplasm <laughs> my ability to hold my ectoplasm together oh man um <clears throat> alright Let's move on to the video games. Uh, let's start with the Suicide Squad um, trailer. Uh, you play these games, so let's go. What did you think? Uh, I mean, I'm 
fucking stoked. I loved the Batman Arkham games. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the trailer has no gameplay because like they're still pretty. I guess they're still somewhat early yeah, into the game. Two years because it didn't come out until like yeah, it didn't come out for a couple more years, which I was kind of bummed about. I was like, ah, I wish they'd waited to announce it. That it uh, did seem like a weird thing to. I mean, with that, with the exception of Skyrim, I don't know. I mean, I guess like. I felt like two years was a long window. Yeah, and there are some games that have done that, like some big, big, big like game games. I know games. Elder Scrolls Six dropped a trailer like last year, and that's not coming out for fucking like five or six oh, yeah. years. Uh, some crazy shit. There's a yeah, I think you know, like The Last of Us Part Two was announced some years ago, and it just oh, yeah, came out. I back bought in a May. Pla- I bought a PlayStation for that game, and then it never came out. Uh. So yeah, yeah. I, for some games, I get that. This one is kind of a weird one, but mm-hmm. uh, I do like. I I really liked the the Arkham games. I think Rocksteady will make an interesting game here. I have no idea what the gameplay will necessarily be like because yeah. you're not Batman. Yeah. Uh, but I like the characters that they've chosen. You know, they kind of went or with that they showed in that trailer, or do yeah? Did they say more about who's going to be in the game? Uh, so far, no. I just think okay. it's just the four that you've seen in the trailer. Uh, I I think they picked the the right ones to have like a an interesting, also in a a small but diverse cast. Where like, oh, you got you know you got a black guy, you got a crazy woman, <laughs> you've got a Australian white guy, and you've got a Samoan doing the voice of King Shark. Oh, by the way, yeah, I don't know if I. Uh, the voice of King Shark is uh, Samoa Joe, the wrestler, and that's fucking awesome. So that also had me on board. I uh, did not know that. Man, he's got a great voice. Like I, you don't get it in that trailer, but like mm. he's got a badass. So he does. He's been doing commentary. I'm going to tell you this, even though you don't care. He's been doing commentary on Raw some lately. I guess I didn't, uh-huh. I ain't really been watching it. Uh, but before COVID and everything, he was doing it, and you know, then they had a. a some shit going down with a couple of wrestlers out in the ring and they ended up by the announcer's table and they were giving him a hard time. And it's like these three huge guys and one of him, and he's a big, decently sized dude, but still it's three on one, but he just stands up in this suit and he's like, if I have to come over around this table, you ain't going to like it. And again, it sounds so dumb from me. He made it sound not only awesome, but believable. You would think this one guy's about to beat the shit out of these three massive men. Uh, he doesn't, but still, <laughs> like, it was, like that dude is a, a, like an amazing talker. So I'm very excited to see, uh, to see what they do with King shark and that just based on the fact that his voice is going to be in it. Yeah. Um, nice. I don't like the Batman Arkham games. I like, some of the gameplay aspect of the fight mechanics. Um, but for the most part, I don't, I'm not a fan of having to do a well-timed parry attack fighting games. Um, so I also didn't really like, I didn't get into doing the story stuff. I really, the only stuff I did enjoy was just kind of like popping it in to fly around the city, the second one really, to fly around the city and beat up goons around Gotham. Like, I enjoyed that. Um, Somebody but, asked you who you were, you just beat the shit out of them. Exactly. <laughs> yes. 
Um, so <laughs> poor guy's just asking for directions. <laughs> just whoop your ass. And then that'll be two blocks to your left, sir. Um, uh, but I am interested to see how this goes. I might be more inclined to play this one than the Batman do the story in this one. We'll see. Um, my favorite part of the trailer is the look on King Shark's face when Superman roasts that dude. Like, the look on that shark's face is fantastic because he's a fucking giant shark who eats people and he just was just, like, cowed by the thought of Superman fucking roasting that dude. I and absolutely I, lo- love it. I was already on board, not only because of the developer, but the concept of the, the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. I'm like... Yep, I'm there. Let's do this. Because killing Superman, like, and the, the fact that they only show Superman is, I mean, yeah, granted, two more years to wait for this game. So they got time to, like, spread some shit out yeah. to show. But, like, I can't wait to, to like, how are we going to take on the Justice League? Like, you got to take out Superman and Batman and the Flash and Green Lantern. Like, I'm, well, I'm so, so down for this. Well, so, and here's the thing. Here's the question. So we obviously know these four have been sent after Superman. Are, are the other reveals going to be other groups of people taking out other members? So, like, maybe four is just the first four we see. Maybe we're going to have, like, eight or 12. But then do who do you think they're going to have in the Justice League that you're going to fight? You know, I don't think so. I, I think that having the, the characters mm-hmm. that they showed, I mean, they might have maybe a couple more. Mm-hmm. Part of the concept, I, I kind of hope that they don't, though, because part of the concept I like is that you know, as cool as they may be and, like, the powers they have, there is also something interesting in this concept of, like, how the fuck are these four supposed to kill Superman? Like, yeah, how? And I I gotta know. There's just, there's so many things that really got to me about, like, just the idea uh, and this <clears throat> trailer. I'm like, I'm, I'm 100% down for this game. Personally, I'd like to see a, more than just four members of the Suicide Squad. Um, but what now, cause correct me if I'm wrong, but Batman is dead in the Arkham universe, right? Mm, I don't know, man. Okay. Like I, I really have no idea. Got you. That's something I, is I do like, I, I liked most of Arkham Knight until like the last 15, 20 minutes where like, so they have an ending that is so bizarre that I'm like, I don't, I don't really get it. Uh, gotcha. And then they have a secret ending that you had to do all the side quests and stuff to get. And when you get that, it's even more confusing. It doesn't make any sense. So okay. I don't know. I think it's implied that maybe he is, but he isn't. Okay. So, so potentially Batman could make an appearance in this. Yeah, maybe. I mean, so do you think we're going to see the traditional seven? Do you think we're going to see less than the, the seven? That would, make think- sen- that would make sense to me. If the concept is kill the Justice League, you know, classic video game is it would be to have, uh, you know, have your, your group of bosses, you know, your sort of, you know, who your boss battles are going to be. And those, like, 
seven or so, like, yeah, that would be a good, a good group to go with that you would immediately identify and be interested in fighting, you know? Mm-hmm. That was one of the things I've always loved about some games that have, like, memorable bosses. Like, Metal Gear Solid, I think, always had, like, memorable bosses where I was like, oh, man, they've got, like, a whole little unit like a whole group and i gotta take them all down at some point like one by one over the course of the game i've always liked that kind of thing so um, that's probably another reason why i'm really excited about it um well i'm definitely interested uh i i hope it's a game i want to play um but i'm definitely interested just to see what they do and i may if i don't play it i may definitely check it out on twitch or youtube just to see different uh, I'll say I'm definitely, I, despite the fact that it's two years away, I'm more interested in that game than the Avengers game that comes out in a matter of days. Oh, the, the, I've never been interested in that Avengers game. It's always looked terrible to me. Um, I don't know if it's because the, the first the characters looked like, I don't know if they were trying to make them look not like their movie counting parts but like their movie counterparts yeah that's what i was thinking too they're like it's not it's not the marvel universe but it kind of looks like it right yeah. i would like almost yeah preferred a different take on it yeah i would say but, you should have gone either 100 percent one way or the other like don't try and half-ass that like that that was weird it's real weird um uh, but I've never liked anything related about that game. Um, uh, all the stuff they've shown looks so on the rails that it just doesn't excite me at all. Yeah, it does. Uh, you know, it, it maybe because all I've seen is it could be the bridge scene, which the is bridge very scene. Yeah, on that's the rails. It, which I. I Benefit of the doubt. Yeah. If that's the, that is the opening of the game, as far as I know. Yeah. If that's like your tutorial to learn how, okay, I get it. Uh, but yeah, if the whole game is like that, I, uh, I don't know about that. I've only seen a little bit. It didn't seem like the part I saw was like that on the rails. Like basically, um, I can't, the, the beta is out. You can play it. Like a level is like the Hulk and Miss Marvel or something like that. Yeah, but that, I, that's I, not that. But I think it that's the intro stuff, um, the bridge stuff. Like that's the main person you are is Miss Marvel. The um, not not Captain Marvel. The other one. No, um, Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah, Miss Marvel. But like, and she's got like I guess. Kamala Khan. Yeah, she's got like Mister Fantastic. Power yeah, she yeah she can kind of stretch and make her yeah. limbs and hands big, pretty much. Yeah, it's like Mister Fantastic. Uh, so I mean, they just showed her running. But around it also like makes a... her like fairly strong too. Like she's yeah. a little bit stronger. Than... She's a great um, character. Uh, I'm I would in fact the fact that she's in it, I'm would be the thing that got me somewhat interested when they announced same. that. But even then, I was like, eh. Say, and that's why, like, I hope the Suicide Squad has more characters because, um, like, I, I want to see more characters. And, and I would also like to, I would be okay if they did, if Superman was maybe the only one they had. Or maybe, like, you know, like, maybe, like, a Superman and a Flash 
and a Martian Manhunter, but then have somebody like, I don't know, like Red Tornado or um, Cyborg or, you know, some some like second tier, third tier Justice League members I'd be okay with. Is Cyborg really second tier anymore, though, after being in the movies and stuff? like To me, Cyborg is and always will be quote-unquote second tier because to me he's a teen titan. That's what I think too. I always think Titans. And so, like, I don't, I don't. When I say second tier, I don't mean like, you know what I mean. Like, I would look uh, look at him as like a year two Justice League dude. Yeah, I wouldn't think first on the team, even though he ended up. I think it was because they, you know, they were like, ah, they wanted, they needed like some kind of diversity. They're like, we need to have somebody that isn't a white guy on this team. Uh, And they worked around it in the movie with like having. Uh, Jason Momoa as Aquaman, which I think was a great change. That is actually mm-hmm. one thing they all give those movies. That is, that is a great. Uh, that's so much more interesting than like blonde white guy. And I had no interest in Aquaman. I thought it was clear in Justice League that Momoa was having the time of his life in that movie, and. And, and and his stuff in the movie really I enjoyed, especially like when he sat on the rope and started confessing stuff and didn't realize it. Um, and I had no interest in Aquaman, but when I watched it, I absolutely enjoyed every minute of it. Oh, um, yeah. It's I, it's such a fun movie. Uh, I, it's very aware. Uh, it, if I was doing Justice League, I would not have put Cyborg on that team. I would have, I would have brought in... Um, uh, uh, Green Lantern. I can't think of his name now. All of a sudden, John Stewart. John Stewart. I'd have brought in John Stewart's Green Lantern because I can that... see why they did that though. Because they were like Green Lantern. The movie didn't. I bet that was a Warner Brothers Probably. thing where they were like Green Lantern movie didn't do well. Don't put Green Lantern as yeah. one of the main characters. I I've never. I wasn't a Hal Jordan guy. Really, my all my Hal Jordan experience is um from the um like justice league or not justice league super friends like that version of green lantern uh um john stewart was really the green lantern that i first ever got into and identified with i've um, always liked all the green lanterns and like like i don't that sounds weird you have so. you do you like them all uh, uh, I know, but that makes it sound really like, like, like that, that's Gardner. like if somebody said all black, like black lives matter. And I'm like, I mean, all lives matter, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, green lantern lives matter. Like what, what, I, what green I, lanterns? <laughs> fuck those. Guys. What I mean by that is I've always preferred, and I've noticed this reading when I've read the comics too. I've always preferred stories with more than one green lantern. Anyway, I like the green lantern mm. core as a whole. Yeah. yeah I, got you. Uh, I think as a group, it's interesting. Um, I'll read about. I like reading about like Hal Jordan and John Stewart and Guy Gardner and Kyle Reiner and all the aliens like Kilowog and stuff. All of them together, mm-hmm. that is more interesting than any of them by themselves. Uh, or it, I mean, a little bit better. It's a little fine too when they're like with the Justice League because that's still like a group thing. But yeah, um, that's what I would have done. But uh, so, but back to Marvel, her being in the game is definitely the only thing that had any interest in for me, I, but like the, the, I want like a multiplayer experience, you know what I mean? 
and I want something that is akin to the Lego series with the scope of characters available to use and play with. You know what I mean? Like I, I think they're trying to, to do that. I don't know. I, I, I guess I, we'll find out more be, as the game comes out. It would be super hard. That DC online is so close to being like kind of what I want, but like the graphics really aren't there and the, the story missions and the mission, all that is not fun. But like flying through Gotham and Metropolis as your like made up character is a lot of fun. Um, but like, I just want to be able to play as a game that's close to a GTA Spider-Man esque feeling but where I'm Iron Man and you're Spider-Man or you're Thor and I'm Wolverine or Hulk or, you know what I mean? And we're running yeah. through Manhattan or something and, and not even doing anything. Like, you know how like you're driving through GTA while we record, like you're just, I just want to be able to swing through Manhattan while you're flying next to me. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That would be awesome. And maybe, well, I, I won't say maybe this game will be like that. I, I, it won't be, but Maybe they will have some aspects of that with how they handle different characters. There are going to be more characters in the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, Spider Man is going to be exclusive to PlayStation. Bullshit. Which some people are not happy about. Yeah. Uh, Fucking bullshit. I'm fine with it because I'm. I'll just if I end up playing the game, I'll just get it on PlayStation. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Wait. Well, no. Maybe I. You know what? I take that back. Maybe I wouldn't do that. Because if the, the multiplayer aspect is there, I know. I don't know exactly much about Recon, it. But Recon has always getting it on the Xbox. So you would. Yeah, I'd want to play with like if mm-hmm. if you guys had it. So like if you had it, Recon's going to get it. You know, yeah, I'd, I would want it on the Xbox because I'd want to be able to play with you guys. But it would take a very cheap version of it or something spectacular to be shown post-release for me to get it. Now, what's um, weird is they the only exclusive was Spider-Man, as far as I know, right? They haven't yep. announced any. So I think that's weird. It'd be one thing if everyone, like every version had an exclusive. Ver- like if the Xbox version was exclusively had, uh, I don't know, somebody else. It had to be a big character. Black Panther, actually. Black yeah. Panther would probably work for that. Yeah, you have like, you, if you, you have to get the Xbox version to play. Well, it's, it's like, uh, what was that? Um the top-down one where you could be... It was based off the X-Men game, and it went into Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, yeah. That game had, like, you know... Each version had its own exclusive characters. Like, Xbox had different ones than PlayStation, and then Nintendo had ones that neither the Xbox and PlayStation had. Yeah, like, remember Soul Calibur 2, I think, when it was coming out on all the all three systems on Xbox, PlayStation, and uh, GameCube, and it was, each one had a particular character, so, like, PlayStation, it was uh, Hihachi from Tekken, and uh, Xbox, yeah, it was Spawn, and GameCube, it was Link, Yeah. which, I think if you had to compare all of those, GameCube probably had the coolest one, like, that'd be fun to play as Link, but... Still, at least they, that 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 was interesting. I always liked that idea. So, like, if they had tried something like that, that would have been more interesting than for some reason only having this one exclusive character on PlayStation. But whatever. Yeah. We kind of went on this weird. Was there any other DC stuff we were going to talk about actually? Well, the, before the Gotham Knights was the last. Oh one yeah, yeah. It it looks okay. Not it looks. I mean, whatever. 
the but the neon coloring for the identifying marker on the weapons is so dumb to me. Like I just was like, this is really the like they're like, oh, you know what we could do? We'll give them each a different neon color on their weapon to identify which hero you are. As if you didn't know which your Nightwing or Robin or Batgirl or fucking the Red Hood. Um, I'm just going to give... That's one of those games where I'm going to wait and see what people say about it. Like, I... I, I just I, it didn't really do anything for me. Um, well, and I don't I don't like that the, this franchise anyways. And this is clearly the same kind of mechanics, but a different universe, um, which I think is weird. Because it's like, why would you make a game that's clearly inspired by the Arkham Knight universe, but not set in it? Ah. So I don't know. That seems weird. I but I but I so I don't have any interest of it. I watched some of the gameplay. I know it's probably a pre-alpha build. I think is what they said. But there were times when they showed Barbara Gordon walking, and the the hair on her character looks so bad. I was just like, "Yo, your hair mechanics are atrocious right now." Like it was almost like it was almost Lego esque in its depiction like it floated above the body and like didn't move naturally and so like i'm sure you know pre-alpha build maybe that'll be better but it was such a jarring thing to look at that i was just like yo this is weird yeah i it's funny because as much as i enjoy like the arkham games i was just like yeah yeah we'll see i don't know um, but yeah, that's it for DC fandom outside of like, I think they did a flash trailer, but I'm not really interested. I'm not, I don't really watch it. Yeah, I don't know if they They're, did. No, no, no. Oh, no, the no, show. The, the show. Yeah. yeah season really, seven of yeah, the flash. Never. Yeah. Um, um, well I was actually, that reason I was asking though, is because I was going to change the subject. Cause talking about, uh, Miss Marvel reminded me, I, I watched a couple of shows since our last, uh, our last episode. All right. And what, one, yeah. One of, one of, is the one of them was Ms. the. Ms. Maisel? Uh, <laughs> no. Is oh. Ms. Marvel on there? No, but Ms. Marvel, Ms. <laughs> Maisel. I just, I just, you just uh, the name association? Yeah. No, I watched uh, the Disney XD Spider Man cartoon. It was like the, the current Spider Man cartoon that's going on. It's a, okay. they, got the first, they got two seasons of it out on, uh, on Disney Plus. And I just put it on Uh, because i wanted to watch something some kind of cartoon uh and it's okay Uh it does some things really in a really fun interesting way i like the way that they introduce some concepts uh because by the end of like the first season they have introduced the other spider people Mm-hmm. So like it's not just Peter, it's Miles Morales, it's uh, Gwen, Gwen. Stacy, uh, another Spider Girl who is from the comics, also but not super well known. I actually wasn't super aware of her, but it's like an interesting cast of like Spider Team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't really do a lot with it in the second season. Like they're around a little bit, but not enough. It's kind of disappointing from that perspective. But when they are around, it is a lot of fun. Uh, the thing I really like, they did uh, the Superior Spider-Man storyline in the second season, and that was 
that was really cool. Uh, not nearly as good because as the comics, obviously, because like they didn't have time to do like a whole couple of years worth of Doc Ock being Spider-Man, but they did a few episodes. They did more than I thought. I thought they'd do like one episode and then Peter would get his body back, but they did like five episodes of him being in Peter's body. Uh, and it was good. It was a really interesting take on it. I, the stuff that if, as a Spider-Man fan, I think this, that it's worth watching because the stuff that they do well is interesting enough. And they do things that hadn't been done in, uh, some other cartoons like I know Miles Morales has shown up in other cartoons, but I don't think he's had as big of a role as he does in as he does in this cartoon, which is nice. The Superior Spider-Man storyline is great. Also, Miss Marvel is in it, so like his inter the Avengers show up from time to time, and I like Peter's interactions with them. Like he gets real fanboyish with uh, with them for the most part, especially Iron Man. Uh, but then he meets Miss Marvel and like they end up t- having to team up and they become friends and like that. And I like that. Like, they, they do that a couple of times and I kind of wanted to see more of that. I was like, I like this oh, Miss yeah. Marvel and Spider-Man working together thing. Uh, it's funny too, that like he wants to be an Avenger, but he isn't. And she wants to, and she is an Avenger and they're the same age. So it's like, that's weird that <laughs> he's not with the team. Uh, but then she, I guess she's been doing it longer. I don't know what the storyline there is. But anyway, I watched that show I think it was fun. If you, you know, it's I think it's worth checking out. I'll I'll keep watching it as long as it's on. I am annoyed that uh, these cartoons feel like I swear they just reboot these characters every few years. Where I'm like, why am I? Because at first I wasn't. I would say if you do watch it, skip the first episode. You don't need it. It's just the origin story of Spider-Man, and then the next episode they kind of go back in time anyway to when he just got the powers. So I was not super on board with the first episode because I was like, we've seen this a thousand times. I get it. He got bit by the fucking spider and he, now he has spider powers. Everybody knows. Is that how he got it? Spoiler alert. Yes. That's oh, the thing okay. I really like about Homecoming is Homecoming just skips all that shit where it's like, yeah, no, you know, he's Spider-Man. <laughs> Let's get this shit going. I mean, to be fair, Civil War skipped all that shit, but whatever. Who else knows? Anybody? Nobody. Not even your unusually attractive aunt? No. No, 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 no. If she knew, she would freak out. I mean, but they could have gone back. <laughs> uh, um, what's the like next what thing you watched? Uh, the next thing I watched was shocking at how much I enjoyed it. And I don't know if you've watched it or not. Uh, I watched the first season, and I'm when I'm done uh, with this, I'll probably start the second, of uh, Cobra Kai, because they put it on Netflix finally. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched a little bit of it when it was on YouTube. Uh, one of the doctors I work with absolutely loves it. Um, I just, it it hadn't caught my attention yet, but you, I've heard good things. I've heard really good things. It, it starts off like, in a. it's maybe because of binging it. It was a lot easier for me. Uh, if I had to watch it one episode at a time, because I think that's how it came out on YouTube, it might've been a little bit harder with the first few episodes, but like, because the first few episodes are good. They're, they're not bad at all. But as you get to know these characters, you know, like they, not just the ones from the movies, but they expand on it and have like new characters for the show, obviously. And like their relationships with each other and how it connects with the movie. It's super interesting. And I, it's, it's so much better than it has any right to be. One of my favorite parts is you know, they show a lot from the movie uh, when, in, when they need like flashbacks and stuff. So at one point, 
the main guy, Johnny, who is the sensei of Cobra Kai now, yeah. uh, who is the bad guy in Karate Kid, is telling his like his like top student or whatever, like his first student, about what happened to him when he was a kid because they have been in, they've met uh, Larusso, the Karate yeah. Kid, and you see like the points of like from the movie that he's talking about uh, of like when he first met him and fought him and stuff, and you think, oh okay, he's gonna like lie and like amp it up because he's kind of an asshole but not in a not in a terrible way he's just like sort of not great with people uh so i was like oh he'll he'll just like he'll make it sound like he didn't really seem that bad but like when he tells the kid the story of the karate kid from his perspective it does make the karate kid sound like kind of an asshole like from his perspective it does seem like he was the good guy ish like, you know, he's like, look, I wasn't perfect, you know, but, you know, he did that. Like, he talks about how uh, yeah, he had uh, him and his girlfriend had broken up and they were on, at, a, at a beach and he was like trying to get her to like get back with him. And like where they were trying to work it out, they were getting into a fight. He's like, and then this LaRusso kid, he gets involved. Like, it's none of his damn business. So I told him to shove off. And then we got into a fight. You know, I thought that'd be the end of it. Then like a few months later is like Halloween. I guess I couldn't remember this from Karate Kid because I hadn't seen it in so long. But like during a Halloween party, he like yep. finds him and like sprays him with a hose or something. And he's like, "This was like months later. I thought we were like I hadn't seen this kid in front. Like what the what the hell, man?" Uh, and it's like, you know, you're not wrong from your perspective. I could uh, see why that would be. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. One of those things, I absolutely loved Karate Kid as a kid and constantly did the crane kick. Um, Do they mention the fact that he shouldn't, LaRusso shouldn't have won that match with that illegal kick to the face? As soon as as it's brought up. As soon as it's brought up, he's like, well, you know, it was an illegal kick. So. It's something as a kid you never even thought about, but as an adult you're like, yo, they did say no kicks to the face, and he kicked that motherfucker right in his face. <laughs> That's awesome. I've been meaning to check it out, and I thought about it um, now that it's on Netflix. So maybe I'll sit down and. and I think give that you, a I go. think you should. What really ends up making the show uh, is I I, I think. The characters from the movie, like their 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 character development over the course of the show, is interesting. It takes a kind of a minute to pick up, but part of it is uh, their kids actually, and how they get involved in the story and their interactions with each other uh, ends up being really interesting. And uh, it's 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 one of those things where like you know like you know the lovable asshole where you're like this guy's kind of a dick, but yeah, he's not a bad guy. It's it's kind of like that with like the main dude where he's or Johnny is uh he just does you know, he'll say like super old school inappropriate things because he's like like when there is opening the school and he's like a girl tries to join and he's like girls can't be in Cobra Kai and the students like why he's like because girls let's they can't no <laughs> but then he changes his mind and like they convince him like come on just, you can't not let girls into Cobra Kai. <laughs> I can't not let girls into Cobra Kai. Uh, that's awesome. Um, did you watch anything else? Or is that, are those two it? Uh, you know, I, 
what have I been watching? I, I did. Wa- I, I watched uh, a couple of Friday the Thirteenth movies while I was doing schoolwork this week. So. My favorite ones, actually. I watched Part Four and Part Six, which I think are two of the best, if if not the absolute best of that franchise. I. It's been a while since I've seen them, so I couldn't tell you. Um, I watched two things. One, I'm not. I'm less sure about. The other one is a limited series, so it's. I'll finish that up. But the first one is Lovecraft Country, which is the new HBO show. Um, it. Uh, do you know what it's about? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I do. I'm surprised okay. that you watched this actually, because I was like, really? Yes, it's the first episode. I really enjoyed. Really got into the second episode. I was harder for me to watch. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what this show is gonna be. I don't know what I thought it was. It's certainly not the show I thought it was after the first episode. Um, so I don't know about it. We'll see. There's a new episode on tonight. So we'll see. I'm actually hoping I, I Goodreads has uh, these occasional um, giveaways of like enter to you know to win a copy of this book that's on your to read shelf. And Lovecraft Country is on there. It has been for a while, and I guess they're doing a giveaway because the show started. So I signed up for. I'm hoping to get it because it's one of those books that I've been meaning to read for a while and just never picked up. Well, uh, apparently, it's really quite good. Fingers crossed you get it, because I'll be curious to see what you think of the book. Um, then the other thing I'm watching is that Netflix uh, limited series, High Score, which takes a look at not what I thought it was going to look at, which was high scores in video games. But it just looks at video games in general and sort of uh, how they came about. And it's kind of hard to explain. It's so like, the first the first episode is uh, is the origins of video games and sort of some different uh, highlights coupled with uh, the um, the world champion for Nintendo, the Nintendo World Championship, or whatever. So it's 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 not like you get it's just, it's a it's, it's an interesting way to learn the history of video games because you're learning a lot of different little histories and how they put them together is interesting cuz cuz the second episode is all about or starts off with um uh with uh uh, uh, the guy who made the music and the sounds for uh, the original Donkey Kong, and um, and then uh, and kind of his career, and then that dovetails into a guy who was a Nintendo game counselor. So you have like this whole like it's almost like a B plot in a movie in a TV show. You know what I mean? 
it's like the A plot is this video game history, but then the the B plot is specifically Nintendo game counselors, right? The third episode I'm dealing with now is all about role-playing video games, and they're delving into the history right now of Dungeons & Dragons and how that helped form those people who then led into creating RPGs and stuff like that. So that's the episode I'm on right now. It's been really interesting. I think my favorite tidbit so far has been the guy who created Missile Command can't beat the second level. Or no, Space Invaders. The guy who created Space Invaders can't get past level two. Um, so uh, I recommend that as for any gaming fans. Oh, that sounds awesome. Uh, that actually reminds me of a show that used to be on G4. Uh, mm-hmm. And actually, I think the episodes are on YouTube because I've watched some of them uh, called Icons. And in, like each episode was like yeah. maybe 20 minutes long and it would talk about big things in games. So like an episode about Pong or like an episode about, you know, the PlayStation, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and that was cool. I, I remember some of that stuff still stuck with me. Like uh, I'm pretty sure wasn't the creator of Pong. Didn't he also uh, create Chuck E. Cheese? Maybe I don't know. That's, that's maybe it was a, a maybe he was a creator of Atari or something. I don't know, but it's just like a weird thing. I was like, oh, that's bizarre, right? Well, it's like it's like my favorite one of my favorite things about James Lipton is that his wife was the original model for Miss Scarlet in the Clue game. That's so weird, right? And uh, and uh, anyways, uh, so I recommend the Netflix thing. Speaking of video games, though, and stories, uh, there's a, I don't know exactly what it's on or how you would best to search it, but they're the, I think they're called war stories, but basically they're interviews with game developers and they talk about the games they develop and they specifically break down usually like what was the one key thing that was the turning point to make that made their game, you know, good or bad or whatever. And there was a really interesting one I just watched on Diablo and how when they created Diablo, um, it was, it originally was a real time strategy game. And, uh, and how, uh, when they, when they kept making it and working it and they linked up with Blizzard, Blizzard was just like, yeah, this is cool. But like, what about not real time strategy? And the guy was like, absolutely adamant that it had to be real time strategy. Um, and so he, this dragged on for a while, but eventually he was like, he, 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 uh, put it to a vote in his company and his most of the people in his company was like yeah let's ditch real-time strategy and he was just like this is dumb he set everybody home and he sat down and he started what he thought was going to take him about a month's time to do but he basically changed the game from a real-time strategy game to like an action game and uh, and he said the moment he clicked on the skeleton and it killed him and instantly and the loot came out, 
he was just like, oh no. And just basically spent the next like hours of the night just slaughtering skeletons and collecting loot uh, in this game that like he didn't want to do to his game, but instantly it made his game that much better. And now like how big is Diablo as, and how, how influential is the mechanics that, that Diablo put into the gaming universe? Uh, how prevalent are they in today's games? Like loot, loot based games are a huge, like that's a part of destiny. PUBG, Fortnite, all of those are loot-based games. You know what I mean? So uh, so that's interesting. There's another one that I found interesting was uh, one of the Ultima games. They basically did kind of like what Red Dead Redemption has, right? With their animals. Um, the animal mechanics in the game are some of the best. If you were to just take your time, you could shoot an animal dead and then sit there and watch over the course of the game, you'll see different animals come through and that animal will decompose based on, you know, time and uh, other animals eating on it and eventually they'll they'll clear the corpse away just through the through the time the game and how they how they do the AI on the animals, right? But do the beards grow in real time? In the story mode they do and online they don't and that is maybe the thing that I am second saddest about. Now, the, so that was I just wanted you to understand kind of what I'm talking about. So what they did in this game was they had this idea that you know, animals that you would fight are like bears and wolves and shit like that, right? So they wanted to make this living, breathing world. So they had this ecology system where basically they have plant life, right? The plant life grows. But what happens if the plant life grows unchecked? It would, it would destroy the, uh, the you know, grow, oh, it would be overgrown. So then you create herbivores. Now you have these different animals that are on these cycles um, and they'll come through and they'll eat the grass and clean the grass and that'll give the grass new, new grass to grow and you have these herbivores. But then you, you can't have too many herbivores because they'll eat all the grass. So now you introduce carnivores. So now they have this whole cycle of carnivores that'll come and eat the herbivores who are eating the grass and this will allow the players... To, to have carnivores to fight. Because basically the herbivores are nothing. They're pointless. They're less than worthless. You want to fight the bears and the wolves. Because those are the kind of things you fight in a game, right? Well, they released this game onto the universe. And players absolutely devastated the environment. Because they killed anything and everything. And it... it Within, I think they said five days, they had to remove the entire thing from the game because it just was ineffective because of how people played. And they did everything they could to make, they basically made the herbivores 
worthless in killing, but people were just like, must kill everything, click, 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 and killed everything. So they had to take this, this, this incredible system out of the game that they had spent months and months on. They just had to pull it out. But it's fascinating to watch, uh, to hear these kind of stories uh, for a game I've never even played. I know of, but I never even played. I do want to watch that show. So I would check that. That's not the Netflix show. That's something on YouTube. It's something like war stories. You would have to like specifically look up war stories and then like video games and when like the specific game to find it. Maybe I'll send you a link if I find them. Um, well, I'm, I'm spent. You got anything yeah. else? No, no. I think I'm gonna. I think I might go lay down. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm poet. I'm Billy. Good night. This is the outro. This is the outro. This is the outro for the poet and Billy podcast extravaganza. Brothers. What we do in life, echoes in eternity. Wakanda forever!